the eight-year-old Eduardo's trying his heart out, but Nature Strip wants his piece of history today, and he's got it. Here's a TJ treble for the Sprint King. Nature Strip goes on to beat Eduardo. Palele third, and wide up Bellucci Bay running. Wowee, what a win by the Nature Strip. He just continues to win that thing, doesn't he? Yeah, Good luck to him. So this is the doubters. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome to another week of Where's the Line. I'm your host, Jimmy Fenton, and we are joined by my boy, Tyler Jews. How are you? Good to be here, mate. COVID-free, ready to go. Ooh, that's always nice. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, what a cracking weekend ahead. The second day of Sydney Carnival, headlined by the Australian Oaks, the Sydney Cup, and most importantly, the oh, Queen Elizabeth Stakes, and the Queen of the Turf, might I add. Uh, this is going to be an absolute cracking pod, so you better tune in because there's going to be plenty of hot tips. Uh, Queen Elizabeth Stakes, that could possibly be the best field we've seen over that distance for in a couple long of years. Time. Yeah, a long time. Very long time. Ever since Winksy started scaring everyone off for that distance. Yeah. Uh, we're going to change things up this week. Uh, so we're still going to go for the features of Ramwick uh, from race four onwards. However, due to some poor racing in Melbourne, we'll, we'll do the WATC Derby at Ascot. And we might chuck out a couple of footy tips because me and Tyler, we fancy ourselves on the footy. We love our footy. So without further ado, let's crack in. Yeah, baby. So first of all, let's go to Ramwick Race 4, which is the Percy-sized st- uh, stakes, <coughs> which is run over 1,200 metres. Where are you going here, mate? Paris Dior, one of my black bookers. I think I backed it before um, on the pod. Um, she's a serious horse, and her latest trial was excellent, so... The issue I had with picking her would have been her getting through the ground, but she trialled on a heavy and she got through on the ground pretty well. So I'm pretty keen on this horse. Nearly made it my best bet. Um, but yeah, she isn't running with as good of a quality of two-year-olds as she has been racing with. Um, but yeah, I think she just honestly just wins. Um, special mention to She's a Belter, a WA horse, now the Snowdens. Um, be interesting to see how the Perth form lines up to the, the Sydney horses. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I should have added in there. So the track report is a going to be heavy 10, yep. potentially a delay to the races, possibly back to a Monday. Hopefully not. Um, and then the rail's out four metres. But yeah, um, with Tyler, I'm going locking in Paris Dior, $2.45, I think it was. Um, absolute stunning couple of trials. It wasn't just the one, it was two trials in a row, and the last one wasn't a heavy. So I think uh, she's going to handle the heavy. I'm very intrigued to see the WA horse. As Tyler said, she's a belter. Um, her last win was pretty impressive out at Penny that day. Yep. I was there, um, and it just... it Won pretty easily, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Paris Dior, J-Mac aboard. I honestly think he is going to have a field day. Yeah, he's going to I think he's going to have three or four winners at least. Um, but yeah... Uh, Two, two trials breathtaking, happy to go. And honestly, I think it could be close to best bet of the day. Yeah, I nearly made it, but I don't like to double up on my besties. I know, I know. All right, let's go to Randwick Race 5, the Arrowfield Sprint, which is over 1,200 metres. Great race, this one. Yeah, this is cracking a little sprint, to be Cracking a little sprint, and it's group, group two, I think it is. Yeah. Um, where are you going? I'm going Paul Ellie. I'm going to stick to my system, um, and you will be rewarded if you do stick to my system. Um, she's on the back up behind Nature Strip and Eduardo. I honestly think she should borderline be equal favourites this um, this race, just going off that form line. She was excellent in the wet last start. Um, nice gate. $4.20 is a very good price for her. The obvious dangers is in the in the Congo um, and Meizu, but I'm just, I think in the Congo might have some bigger fish to fry. Um, 
I don't think this will be his, his grand final. Paul Elliott has, has already a couple of runs under its belt. And Mazu, I'm just not sure if it's up to this standard. Has beaten a couple of good ones, but I just don't think it's up to these guys' standards. But I think they're your top three. Uh, but I'm going with Paul Lely on the backup, $4.20. Uh, I am with you. I found it very hard to go past in the Congo. I'm a huge fan. Um, Three dollars, you know, if you if you if you're gonna tip, if you're gonna back it, I can understand. Um, but Pelelli at four twenty, this is the is one key here. Um, so you can talk about how it ran third behind the strip in Eduardo last last week, which is an unbelievable run. Um, you could talk about how it's gone back up after a week, but the number one key here is Ramwick. Yeah. Six starts on the track, five wins that. and a third, which was last week behind those two. Pelelli grows an extra leg around Ramwick. Yeah. And you cannot possibly go past that at 420. So drawn nicely, McAvoy aboard. Uh this is another one I am pretty I'm pretty pretty big on here. Yeah, I think I'm um, pretty keen on it to be honest as well. Five for six on the track and a third behind Nature Strip and Eduardo, the two yeah. best sprinters going around. Reads so, very well. Reads on a heavy te- on a heavy track as well. Yeah, even so better. it proves it can run in the heavy, so even better. Alright, let's head across to the uh, Ramwick Race 6 the Star Australian Oaks which has run over 2400 another good race yep number one I think about 3 or 4 chances maybe a couple of knockout chances but the 2400s always makes it a bit interesting because uh, a lot of the they're all 3 year olds I believe yeah so they haven't really been tested out that no. far um, but I and the Heavy 10 is going to make an absolute slog so it's going to be an interesting race I'm going with Hinge just because of the Heavy 10 uh, Black Book Gypsy God, Goddess last, last week I think it was but I'm not sure how she'll handle the heavy. Um, she was pretty good in the soft. I think it was at Newcastle on a Monday. Um, I'm just not sure. It's going to be proper heavy. Hinge is very good in the wet. Um, Chris Wallace said he's pretty confident um, he'll make the 2400. Um, well, she'll make the 2400. Um, the gate's a little bit of an issue, but he can sort of roll up and sort of try and find his spot, and hopefully he gets a lead. Um, and I think 440 is a good price. Danger is Gypsy Goddess. Her form over the 2000 um, and 2000 plus is pretty good. Um, considering what she's won five out of six, you can't really knock it. Her last start wasn't that bad, um, considering it was behind Fangirl and Hinge. It was just. Yeah, I, I, Black booked it out of it. Yeah, I, I, li- I really liked it. I was just not sure if she'll go well in this heavy track. The one I'm interested in is Honey Creeper. On the back up, did pretty well, um, ran pretty. Well, last start, well, pretty impressively, three-length win. I'm just not sure about that barrier, barrier 15, and the way he races, so I was willing to knock it. But Hinge looks a good bet to me. Fair enough. Uh, I started with Hinge, and then I listened to the Peter Moody podcast, and I listened to one of the blokes, I can't remember his name, um, and he has convinced me that Gypsy Goddess Ooh. is the winner. So I'm getting on the black booker here. Um, obviously, Hinge will be very hard to run past, but... Um, basically, what last start, um, Pikey came up to Van Dyke, the trainer, and he said, "What do you want me to do? Do you want me to push up and be right in the race? Uh, we're a good chance, or do you want, what do you want me to do?" And he said, "Nope, do it how it usually runs. Take it to the back. If we get third or fourth, I'm happy. We're going for the Australian Oaks." Oh, so he he was happy to get that third or fourth. He thought that was he really wants a better good. price than race though. Yeah, he was he was looking for the Australian Oaks. Um, so. Pikey aboard again. He did exactly what he was told. Um, 
they reckon this is the target race and they reckon it's a very, very, very good chance. Jeez, I, so after hearing that, I, I had to... I've been like, swayed as well. <laughs> I had to jump on it. I just couldn't... After hearing all that, I thought, geez, like, he seems big time confident. Yeah, and, right. And it's not often you hear him that confident. So I'm going to go Gypsy Goddess. Hopefully handles heavy. Yeah, they actually didn't say much about that. Um, but it has, you know, won one and come third in the soft. So yeah, uh, well, that third was last start. So we'll have to wait and see. But yep. I think the... Um, the heavy shouldn't be too big a concern. Hopefully. All right, let's go to Ramwick Race 7, the Sydney Cup, run of a 3,200. Uh, good little race is this. Yep. Where, where are you going? Uh, Black Booker, one for me last time it ran, no compromises. It's at 13th right now. This is his grand final. Chris Waller preps horses for grand final races. He's said Sydney Cup, is this is this is his race. Excellent win last start. Wet track, big tick. Step up and trip, big tick. Nice barrier, another big tick. The dangers are um, Stockman. Stockman has got a super lightweight, loves the wet and heavy going. Um, I'm just, I just like no compromise better. And I like how Chris Waller trains his horses. Um, yeah, I'm really keen on it. Crystal Pegasus is an interesting one as well. Um, oh, he might have been, oh no, he's still there. Crystal Pegasus, yeah, I like him. Just not sure about how he is in the heavy. He does have a second for the heavy, but it wasn't in that good of a race. So um, I'm willing to give him a miss and not sure how he'll go but i will not be shocked if crystal pegasus or stockman win but no compromise you might be get better price on the race day as well that's pretty good so no compromise after a pretty impressive run ran against the usual impressive. running padding yep so that's very impressive one um i am going my black book out crystal pegasus i said about a month ago the the longer it runs the better it gets and i thought it was ultra impressive last start betting pondus um this gelding here, it's just gone from strength to strength. Um, I think it will eat up the 3,200. And I think the only query, as Tyler said, is the heavy tan. But I think that he will handle the track and it is a potential warm-up for the Melbourne Cup next year. Yep, Melbourne Cup, Sydney Cup. Yeah, and the other thing, I know it's got a wide barrier, but Jamie Carr aboard, that's yeah. another tick. So, you know. And it is a Chris Waller um, horse as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that this probably was the grand final for this horse as well. Yeah, wide eyes barrier, 18 in a big yeah, field. That that's could, fine. That could be an issue. It's, it will go towards the tail anyway, so yeah. as long as it doesn't run four wide, the trip should be right. Yeah. All right, let's go to Ooh. the feature of the weekend. The Queen Elizabeth Stakes run over 2,000 metres. Honestly, by far, the rate, probably the race of the prep. Top five or six horses are the best middle distance horses in Australia. Zaki, Very Elegant, Juaz, Montefilia, and Animo. And then to think... That on Thunderstruck is at $15 and Pink It Over is at 30s to Mount, 40s. Mount Popper off an impressive win with 101 opened up. I know. It's, it's, it is incredible this, how good this strong this field is. Um, I think, obviously, the tra uh, the track conditions have pl played a um, played into the prices. I think if it wasn't a heavy track, Pink It Over would probably be at 10 or 15s. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think this is an exceptional race. Where are you going? <coughs> um, this is so hard. I honestly toss and turn. Not sure where to go. I had between two, Very Elegant and um, Animo. I think Very Elegant, this is her grand final. Chris Waller's prepped her completely for this race. This is a race that ha have not won on her. They wanted to get this under her belt um, for her broadmare stuff and all that kind of rubbish. Um, and then the other one, Animo, um, arguably Cox Plate winner. I, I think he should have won the Cox yeah, Plate. Yeah, so do I. Um, should have got that And if, if, he if he did have that Cox Plate win, I think he would be even shorter um, considering it's a 2,000 metres. Um, yeah, excellent last start as well. Um, he's out to $5 now, which is pretty good. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm still tossing and turning. I'm going I'm gonna go with Animo, but I, it's so hard to pick because Montefilia beat very elegant uh, on a heavy impressively. gun impressively. Juas is the up and coming very elegant and is gonna probably take the baton and she's been doing well. The only knock on her was I wasn't sure because this is this race is a second thought. They just put it in her because she is doing so well. So they weren't wasn't prepped like very elegant and and likes of Animo. Um, Mount Popper impressive run last start. I'm thunderstruck on the backup behind Mr. Brightside. I don't I don't usually rate Mr. Brightside that well, um, but he did have a pretty good win in the Doncaster. But I think the track helped him a lot. And then like Zaki, we he's gonna probably get up up the front. He's gonna get a dictate his pace. Dictate the pace. And he <clears throat> if he handles a heavy going, he is a serious chance. Yeah. Um. Because if yeah if he get, Every time he gets the lead, he dictates it and then he just like brains him at the yeah. end. So, but correct me if I'm wrong, he got scratched out of the Cox plate. Was it because c- of injury or injury? Injury, but they didn't like the heavy either, did they? Yeah, I'm not sure. They were a bit concerned of the yeah. heavy, I'm pretty sure. So, so I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm, it's, it's I, such a tough race and such a good race at the same yeah, time. Yeah, honestly, uh, you could make a case for probably every single horse in the field. Yep, all bar Dallasan. Yeah, Dallasan, but then again, Dallasan ran pretty well considering. Um, his price last start only two and a half lengths behind. And I'm thunderstruck and bright side. So. Yeah, I think if um if if I have a bet on this race, I'm probably doing a quartet and I'm boxing up. Yeah, with Zark, well, I'll be putting very elegant Jewess, um, Animo probably in the first, Pontefilia second, and box same as the first. Man, I'll be th- honestly, it's so hard. Yeah, it's a hard race. It's fucking hard. Um, I as we said, we can make a cash roll, but um. I've made the mistake a few too many times. I'm not going to make it again, so I will settle with Very Elegant. Um, the only group one she hasn't added to the collection, and she has been trying hard. Um, will it relish the heavy track, as we've said? You can guarantee Waller's got a prime for the grand final, a bit like the Melbourne Cup last uh, spring. Um, she may have four or five of the Australian best horses running behind her here. But there's no Adeep, and the Adeep's been the only thing standing between Verily and a Queen Elizabeth Stakes, and he is not here this year. So I think this is the year she's going to finally salute. She's going to make us proud. J-Mark, again, to get her over the board, and I'm excited. I cannot wait. That's going to be by... We will, me and Tyler, we might, we might sit on the bench just so we can watch the race. Yeah, please. <laughs> we're meant to be playing footy at that time, but we'll, we'll be telling them to have a five-minute break. Yeah, the one thing I sort of had a, it made me go towards Animo a little bit more is J-Mac said he he wasn't really confident. Um, I seen an interview that he wasn't really hell confident on very elegant winning. He just kept saying she's going to try her heart out. Like, yeah. So And he said he can't not go her on potentially on her last race as well. Yeah. So that's where I don't think he's as confident, whereas he was leading into the Melbourne Cup, he was pretty confident and very yeah, elegant yeah, and yeah. he was saying that. Yeah. So, the only thing I'll say is um, the form race, they both ran on the same day and very elegant. Uh, Montefilia ran 1.2 seconds quicker than Yeah, it was. Di- but then again, you got to factor in different patterns of the race and that yeah, kind of yeah, rubbish. Yeah, but I'm just saying that that's still quite a big difference. Yeah. You know, that's six lengths or something like that. Mm. Um, all right, let's go to Ramick Race 9, the Queen of the Turf, the final group one of the weekend, which has run over 1,600 metres. Another cracking race. Yeah, it's a hard race. It's a hard one too. Uh, I had three to choose between Colette, Lighthouse, and the one I'm picking, Ice Bath. Um, I'm sticking to my guns, stick to my systems, and hopefully my, my systems will reward me. And that's Ice Bath's on the back up. Her time she's back up, she includes... Group one placed. Yep, seconds in the Golden Eagle. Doncast and Kentella. Like, that is good for mines to yeah. go around. Um, she loves the wet. Wet track will not be an issue. The barrier 
is, but her pattern won't matter. So hopefully she gets one or either she goes right back and she gets clear galloping room in some better part of the track, or she gets up a little bit closer and sits off one off the fence. Um, one I'm really worried about is Lighthouse. I really like that Lighthouse form and $14 is ridiculous for it. On the backup as well, the only issue I had is how will it go in 1600 meters? Hasn't done very well in the 1600. Um, wasn't that far off. I'm Thunderstruck and Brightside last start. Still four lengths, but I'm just not sure about the 1600 meters. And I'm knocking, I'm not really knocking Colette. Colette's like a late work tracker. She just hasn't won this prep, and that's why I've just decided to go with Ice Path. Yeah, I narrowed it down the same three. I think uh, Yonts is a very interesting runner. Yeah, it's another one. But I'm um, not sure about the heavy. Yeah, so uh, who knows from the Melbourne form line. So it could easy pop up, but at the same time, I'm, I don't have enough confidence to tip it. Um, Fangirl, I think if it was a soft or good track, I would definitely be throwing some support behind it. But being a heavy track, it's proven that the heavier it gets, the worse it gets. Um, so I did narrow it down to three as well. They were Lighthouse... Uh, ice bath and Colette. I am going to stick with Colette um, at the $4 mark there. Um, I think it is one of the best wet trackers going around. It got J-Mac aboard again. Um, I believe he, he's going to have a field day. Um, he's returning to form, running second last time after that disappointing top, um, race when we backed it. Um, yes. she, if she's going to win this prep, it's going to be this race. So I think, um, I think the 1,600 metres is the key as well. Um, I think ice bus form over 1600 metres is a bit mixed um, and as we said about um, Lighthouse it's a bit of a query as well however keep a big ear out for Lighthouse later on in the pod I reckon yeah because it might be popping up oh really it might be popping up but alright <clears throat> that wraps up for race 9 so let's go to Randwick race 10 the Sapphire Stakes ran over 1200 metres where are you going, mate? Uh, I had another one, tough one, to be honest. Yeah, very tough. Really like Minaj. Not sure how she'll go on the heavy, but the one I'm going, I'm sticking, I really like him, Wonder Bar. Eight bucks right now. Heavy going's big tick. Gets a nice inside barrier. I think the key to him, this race, because there is not much speed in this race, is him sitting closer with his um, gate. If he sits closer, I think he, he's a dead set chance, but there's like barely any speed in this race. Like Four moves ahead can go ahead and go up. Um, other than that, like Jump the Broom coming over from Melbourne, he's really the only leader in this race that I can probably see that can take it out. But yeah, so there's not going to be much speed. The speed's going to get slowed down. It's going to be real hard for those back markers because I was tossing up Tricky Girl. I thought there is speed. No. Nah, Bella Nepatina and Bellucci Babe usually push up. Yeah, but they've got super. Oh, Bella Nepatina. Oh, usually she sits. I think, like, off midfield a bit. Oh, it should be top three or four. I think there's still going to be plenty of pace in the race. Oh, if there is, then it, it helps Wonderbar even more. The more pace, the better for Wonderbar. Because yeah. then he can pick them off and just start sabbing to that line like he does really well. Um, I think eight bucks is a good price. Um, but, yeah, I'm a bit wary about Minaj and Bellucci Babe, but I'm not sure how Minaj will go on the real heavy going. Bellucci Babe's proven, so. But, yeah, Wonderbar, eight bucks. Lovely. I'm actually surprised you skipped over this one. You tipped it the other week and it ran, didn't just win it, absolutely bolted in. M&A, yeah. M&A, yeah, $6.50. I'm, I'm going there. Um, you know, sometimes they, they say uh, if it looks good on the eye, it is good on the eye. Uh, and that last start was good on the eye. Absolutely bolted in. Is a harder field, I understand that. Um, she doesn't like the track, which is another query. But as I said, when they win like that, you just may as well keep backing them. At $6.50, I'm pretty keen. 
and it is daughter of the great Lonro. So I think it will be winding up and flying home. Yeah, the only uh, the issue I have is Rose Hill wet tracks and Randwick wet tracks are two completely different like wet tracks. Yeah, you can't really knock it like. Very elegant, not very good at Rose Hill um, yeah. in the wet. And same with even Colette, it's not really good in the, at Rose Hill. But once yeah. they come to Randwick, it's like a different yeah, different kettle of fish. So. Yeah, it's different. Eh? All right, let's go to Ascot for the WATC Derby. It's run over 2,400 metres. The uh, bookies have it a two-horse race. Do you see it that way, Tyler? Yeah, I'm going with the favourite. You can't knock win on form. Um, what that, four straight? Alaskan um, God? Yep. Alaskan God, $2.30. Can't knock winning form. Um, inside Barrier. The only issue is if he does float back, it could be an issue with Barrier 3. So hopefully he sets up a little bit higher. If he's like three back off the fence, um, he's going to be very hard to beat. Um, the danger obviously is tricks of the trade, but some of these horses have been prepped for this race. You just don't know. Like these big races, something pops up and you you, act, you, should, be, you should be surprised, but like, They've been prepped for this, and anything can happen in these races, especially yeah. at Ascot. Like, you get some big turn, uh, big horses. I think in. the big thing again, twenty four hundred meters. You know, yeah. Uh, in W in Australia, like we just don't breed horses for that at that age. Yeah. So, um, a lot of the short prices do get done by these ruffies, um, but you can only back on form, so we can only tip on form. Exactly. Um, so I am going number one tricks of the trade. Ooh. $2.50, what a start to his career, seven wins, three seconds from 10 starts, continues to form, perform week in, week out, and I believe he can turn the tables on Alaskan God here and will be too good. So, tricks of the trade, $2.50. Yep. Well, I don't mind that. Yeah. So, I reckon it potentially is a two-horse race between them two. I like the bottom weight as well. I can't remember his name, uh, but yeah. I think he's like 13s, and he's proven over the distance, so yeah. it's a tick. Yeah, that always helps. Mm. All right, best value bit of the weekend. Where are you going? Oh, value. Um, oh, I can't remember what I had. Um, go you, because I'll have a look. I was... All right, my best value bet. I said to keep an ear out. We're going Lighthouse at Ramwick Race 9, $14 and $4.20 the place. Another mudlark. I don't think she's quite as good as Colette on, on the wet. However, she's proven she's pretty bloody good. Um, you definitely be having an each way savvy here. Jamie Carr aboard again. If there's anyone that can ruin J Max Day, it's Jamie Carr. Yeah. So um, she'll be right. He'll be he'll, she'll be right in the finish on Lighthouse, the Grey Mare. Yep. Um, I'm going Caulfield Race Six, Flying Elvin. Um, she's been racing in some seriously hot races, some stakes races. Um, down to a better class this time, and at twenty three dollars, I think she is a pretty good each way chance. She was behind Glistening and General Bow last start. General Bow then ran well yep. next start. Um, and I think the bend can help her uh, around here. Caulfield, she hasn't been here. She's pretty good down the straight. Um, I, yeah, I think the bend will help her out a lot here. Um, so, yeah, Beautiful. race six, $23, $5 a place. Beautiful. I'll be keeping that one in the um, in my notes. Um, best bets, I'll may as well go. Um I was lying about when I said it was close to my best bet. I just locked a DNA. I had a quick look through it. There wasn't much else I liked. So we're going Paris Dior. $2.45, doubling down. Ramit race four. Trials have been supreme and will be hard to beat. So I lock it in. I'll get the three-unit play. Get the day off off to a great start. Yep. I like, uh, I'm going to Ramit race two. Um, I mentioned straight Aaron last week and he ended up getting up and won. I wish I said that instead of bloody corner pocket. Um, But yeah, straight Aaron... Do you get beat by this horse, um, Lock Eagle? Um, oh, I like that Lock Eagle. Yep. Eh? The only issue I have with this is it's the best of the day. 
Oh, I'm just putting it there. That's always a bloody curse. It's a curse, eh? It is. He's super good in the wet, this bloke. Two from two in the wet. This field is nothing special. Um, I honestly don't see much in this field that can beat him. Um, I think $2.50 you should be getting on now because I think there's going to be a lot cheaper price come um, race day. Um, yeah, I think he just wins, to be honest. Fair enough. Beautiful. All right, let's get to uh, Black Booker's. Um, I don't have a Black Booker this week. Oh, do you want... So you want to play some music? Or... Yeah, play the Sting, baby. All right, then. Uh, so just quickly, I'm going to give myself a bit of a pump up here. Uh, my Black Bookers have been absolutely flying. The only one that hasn't been flying is Zarastro. Um, got another one up last week at Ascot at $5. Uh, Crystal Pegasus has won twice since I've put it in the Black Book. Can it make it three in a row this weekend? We'll have to wait and see. My other Black Booker I have put in from two weeks ago, More Secrets, is running its first Saturday race in the Sapphire Stakes at Ramwick in the last. It is paying 50 to 1. So... <laughs> Habs up at small each way because you just never know. And I tell you what, if that gets up, uh, you may as well just black book everything I tell you because <laughs> this bloke can tip them. Um, unless it's called Zarastro. Yeah. Then that one goes in. That one has been yeah, removed in. and that is in the bin. Um, so this week's black booker, we are going to Sandown race one yesterday. It was the winner, Fujita Sun. Absolutely brained them. Winning five plus lengths, ease down. Definitely one to watch. I believe it is meant to be running next week. I've seen it in the futures markets. Just give me one second and I will tell you what race it was because it is a good race to get on. I think it was the... Uh, the Yep, yeah, it's in the Champagne Stakes against Fireburn. It's paying $11 as we speak. Ooh, so That's going to be a Fireburn. going to be hard to beat. It's, uh, I'm not telling you to, to, to back it. Oh, I'm just saying it's in the futures and it looks like Big Jim might have found one here. Yep. All right, that wraps up. I, I actually got one. He has got one. Dre Aaron. There you go, from last week. All right, fair enough. So get on that. We'll black book that at least. Beautiful. Um, we lost Let It Ride last week. Are we just going to scrap it now? Yeah, get rid of it. We're, yeah. we're just terrible at it. Yeah. We, well, Corner, corner pocket. pocket. If that um, has a trainer come out and took like the whole ownership and says, yeah, that's my complete bad. I fucked up. Yeah. And you know what? Lindsay Park. I'll yeah. give you respect, Lindsay. Because yeah. you take it on the chin. Uh, if, it. if you win them, you win them. If you don't, well, we're, we're in your black. We're, we're in your. Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, good on you, Lindsay. All right. That wraps up for our racing segment. So let's get across to our AFL section. So I think we'll kick it off with the future section. So yep. we're going to give out our premiers, our Brownlow medalists, our rising stars, and our Coleman medalists after three rounds and one game because we just watched Demons demoralize Port Adelaide. Yeah, season bad, yeah. over, mate. I'm telling you right now, the Crom ruined Port Adelaide's season single-handedly <laughs> last weekend, kicking that goal after the siren. Port Adelaide just cannot bounce back. Um, so let's go to our premiers. Where are you going? I'm going Brisbane. Um I think it's very hard for to knock off Melbourne, but they're playing excellent. They're, the way they're gelling together, the only thing they need to do is bring it together in finals time because that's where they stuff it up every single time. Is this Brisbane? Yep. They're six bucks for the Premiers as well. Melbourne, I think, are very good chances to go back to back again this year. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going with a little bit of value with Brisbane, six bucks. Fair enough. I'm going Melbourne. I don't think you can go past them. Uh, yeah, $4. They're flying. Uh, four and zip. Um, and they're not just betting teams like they belted Port Adelaide today. It, it wasn't like a big score, but it was just embarrassing. It was like they were embarrassing them. Yeah, toying yeah. with them. Yeah, uh, I was literally on the way here. I listened for ten minutes, and the the commentators saying 
Port Adelaide had the white flag up in the second quarter. They yeah. were they were just embarrassing. Yeah. So Melbourne are doing that to teams, and um, just the personnel they've got. Like when you got Petrarca gone, Jackson Oliver. Oliver, and then you got down back. You got Stephen May, Jake Lever, and then your forward line. You got like four different blokes that can kick a bag. Yeah. Um. You know, there's there's not too many holes in that side. So. Yeah. Yeah, if there there is holes though, if they have injuries, a couple of injuries. Up forward, I reckon. Yeah, a couple of injuries have been. Struck. If Petrarca and Oliver got injured, then there might be a bit of problems. Yeah. All right, let's go to our Brownlow medal tips. Where are you going? Crips five bucks. He's absolutely flying right now. Um, same as Petrarca. Petrarca's flying, but he yeah. I'm I'm just going Crips. I'm I'm on the Carlton train right now. I oh. think. Carlton, oh, I think massive. we're all on the Carlton bandwagon. Oh, I love it. I love watching their, their like, style of footy, their game. Yeah, I love yeah. watching Walsh, Cripps, and all of them. And like, Kurt, just the Kernos back. Their midfield is just magnificent. Oh, it's like, unreal. Kennedy is like struck some serious form. Um, it's Yeah, yeah Matt Kennedy. Like, it's ridiculous. Kennedy, Hewitt, Walshy, um, Cripps. Yeah. And then you got up forward, big Charlie Kernow. How good to see him flying yeah, around. Yeah, no, he's so good. But Cripps is playing excellent. Um, yeah. He's finally cherry ripe. Hopefully, he just gets gets throughout the whole season. I think he's seriously he's a, like a force to be reckoned with. He's one of those perfect midfielders you want. One that can float up, take some marks, kick some goals. He's so good in like in the scrimmages and stuff. Like I think he's very good chance of winning at five bucks this year. Anyway. Yeah. Beautiful. Um my Brownlow medal tip, I'm gonna go Christian Petrarca. Um I think I love Crips, he's my favourite player in the comp. I fucking I love him. Petrarca's mine, actually. Um, that's pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> Petrarca is one of mine as well. But I just think with the Crips, $5, you're happy to, to let it go for the keeper, I think. Just because of the fact that he hasn't proven he can get through 22 games of having a fully healthy body where he doesn't have a, a down period of three or four. Whereas Petrarca is flying. Um, you know, he's probably getting a couple of votes today as well. Yeah, um, I, yeah he played all right. He wasn't like... Excellent. It probably still he's still got racked up twenty five. Pinch one. Yeah, Gorney would have got the three votes this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Good to see Gorney back up and yeah. about. He did. He wouldn't have got any last week. No, nah. he'd be on six, but he would have yeah, got I the think, first two rounds. I think Cripps is told polled most. Nine, so far. yeah, nine, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think it's a pretty good. Uh, I think it's. A, I reckon. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Yeah, I am going to say. I reckon it's a two horse race between them two at the moment. Potentially, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. You can hear my dog right That's there. That's right. All right, let's go to Rising Star. Um. This is, I'm going Dacos, two bucks. You can't get past. I think he's excellent. Um, he's he, he's playing like he's been in the AFL system for bloody ages. Mate. He's so good. I, I, once he starts getting proper midfield time and not hanging oh. on the half back, he's going to be seriously hard to like. He's going to get that this week. No Taylor Adams. Oh yeah, that's a big tick. So yeah, and once he gets a bit more muscle on him, he's going to be absolutely like elite. Flying. Yeah. So two bucks. Um, Jason Lord Francis, he's just spewing he's just in a shit team because he can be, he could play a lot better footy in a better team. So yeah. and Collingwood it helps Collingwood aren't doing too bad this year. So yeah. two I, bucks. I said himself. that in the process. I think he's paying five dollars. I told a few boys to get something on him because he is. Well, I know that Horn Francis is a good player, but this kid is a superstar. Yeah. Um, I will say Rochelle at tens is a big watch. No, oh, I knew you were going to say that. He's my boy. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, you get, like this is how I look at it. It's like if he kicks forty goals and averages fifteen, Dacos has to average twenty five. Yeah. And Dacos are looking like he probably will. But yeah. you know, if you kick forty goals as a rookie in your first year, you know that's pretty hard to look past. So especially as a small forward. But um, so ten dollars is you know it's worth having a little look at. But Dacos at twos, like, he's. It pretty much, if, as long as he doesn't get injured, he's... He's you know, locked it at the back. Rochelle, has to absolutely turn it up. But yeah, yeah. Dacos is... Nick Martin's been playing well for Essendon, like, yeah. playing excellently. Yeah, well. good footballer too. Yeah, so. but 
No, no Nick Dacos. No. Um, all right, Coleman medal. Jeremy Cameron, six bucks. Yeah, I was looking at that at start. I was going to go McKay, uh, McKay again, but um, with Kerno there, he's probably going to get a little less. Um, but yeah, Jeremy Cameron, there's word on the street that he's in career yeah. best form. Yeah, he's he good sort of showed it last game. Um, he's excellent. I think he, yeah, I think he's very good chance at six bucks. Yeah, um, I just want to throw one out there at twelve. Joey Danaher. I was, yes, I was no tempted to, to tip him. Um, I reckon um, he's just consistently going to kick two or three a game. Um, so, you know, that gets him 50 or 60. If you can get a couple of four or five baggers in there, that's going to help. But I am going to go with my boy, Maxi King. I love him. Yeah, how good cool was he last week? He can tear, two weeks in a row, he can just tear a game yeah. apart. Plays one quarter, kicks four. He's done it two weeks in a row. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, so, if he can just get a little bit more consistency, the common medal is his for the taking. So, I'm, pretty, I'm huge on him. I reckon he's a superstar. I was off him on the weekend purely because... It- Fucked my multi in and I needed Richmond to win I was, for my I last was, I was on the Saints. Got nine out of nine on the tips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's an elite player. Yeah. All right, so that wraps us up for our futures. So let's do a couple of uh, reviews of the footy this weekend. So let's go to Friday night. we got the Geelong v Brisbane. Uh, listen up, because as I just said, I got nine out of nine last week. Got, <laughs> got tonight's tip right pretty easily. Um, helps when Port Adelaide were demoralized yeah, by the Crows shit. last week. But, yeah, so you want to hear what I have to say, I think. Uh, I'm going to tip the Lions. I yep. know that Ge- the only query is playing in Geelong. Yeah. Um, I haven't won there since 2003, but I always say records are made to be broken. So here we go. Port Adelaide just broke one this week. First time being scoreless in a half ever. <laughs> goalless, you mean? <laughs> yeah, goalless. Yeah. Gift. Fuck them. <laughs> um, uh, where are you going? You on the same? Uh, I'm going Brizzy, yep. Um, I think they're going to win. Um I'm big on him this year. The only issue is GMHBA. That's yeah. the Geelong Fortress down there, but yeah. I think they're going to win. Yeah, beautiful. What's your best bet? Um, oh, I'd do a little same gamer. No, no. So we're doing best bet and same gamer. Uh, or what do you mean? So, so Brizzy to win. Uh, no, so my best bet was lines 1 to 39 at $2.50. Yeah, yeah, actually, I'll do that as well. I'll do rock in well. that as well. Oh, you're the same gamer as well? Yep. Guthrie, 20. Zorko, 20. Rich, 20. Zachy Bailey, anytime. Charlie Cameron, 2 plus. And Brizzy to win at 6 bucks. Beautiful. I'm going Lions, 1 to 39. Joey Danaher, 2 plus. He is one of nine players this season to kick 2 plus in every game. Uh, Cam Guthrie, 25. McCluggage, 20. And Jeremy Cameron for 2 plus. $10.50. Not bad. Pretty good odds, I reckon. Uh, all right, that wraps us up for that one. So let's head across to Saturday Night Football, Tigers v Bulldogs. This is an absolute crucial game. Because yeah. if either of these teams drop this, let's face it, their roads for finals footy is a very long way. Um, where are you going? Uh, Bulldogs, impressive win last start. Tigers, very, very disappointing. disappointing and what, it was embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing. Like, it was ridiculous. Shout out to Regan if you're listening, yeah, mate. Yeah, it was embarrassing was, watching that. I was talking to him all throughout the game early on, and when they kicked that two and, two and three, 10 seconds or whatever it was, he was um, texting my mate Jack, getting into him. And then I think I got about halfway for the third quarter, I got back to about 20 points, and I messaged him, I said, mate, Saints are a big sniff here. Did not hear back from him for two days. <laughs> he went radio It's like solid. they put the dwelling upside in. Yeah. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon Bulldogs are going to demoralise them 25 plus. I'm not sure what odds you'll get for that. Yeah. Uh, maybe have a quick look-see. Um, I'm going go on Bulldogs as well. Uh, my best bet, I'm going to go Bond and Pelly, two plus goals at $3.10. Oh, that's not bad. I think that's pretty good odds. I know he's only been kicking one, but... I just feel like if they get up by a couple, he'll probably push up forward and um, 
I can see him winning by 25 plus as well. I think that's a pretty good bet from you, actually. Yeah, well, 25 plus, $2.63. Yeah, that's a good bet. Um, all right, you're the same gamer for that one? Yep. Uh, press here back inside. I think he'll do pretty well, 20 plus. Mate, you're going to get your, your bet voided because he does a string in the first quarter, I reckon. Well, that's okay. <laughs> we'll get our money back. We don't mind getting our money back. Um, Caleb Daniel, 20 plus. Trelaw, 20 plus. McRae, 25. Um, Bolton, hopefully get a bit of midfield time again. Uh, 15 plus and him anytime. Norton anytime. Hugo Howard, Hagen anytime. Bulldogs to win. You're getting 550 for that. That's a lot of legs for $5.50. Yeah, I know, but I wanted to go semi-safe. Um, I didn't want to throw out like Claws, 25s. I was going to chuck in Dunkley in there, but I don't. every time I usually back him in, he doesn't do that well. I need him to dominate. If you're listening to Cole Penny, <laughs> just Dunkley's going to rack him up for my drink there. <laughs> Um, my same game, uh, I've gone a, a little bit quieter than that. I've gone Bulldogs to win. I've gone Josh Dunkley, 25+. plus. Bonham Pelly to just kick the one in the same gamer. Um, you know, Noah Bolter to kick two. He is one of those yeah, nine in, players to kick two goals in every he, game. He you know well. who else in this game done that as well? Shea Bolton. Yeah, right. So, you know, Shea Bolton for any time looks pretty good. Um, and then I've got Jackie Mack for 30+. plus. Uh, he played a bit of time on the wing last week, didn't like it, so hopefully they put him back yeah. inside. But you're getting $8 for that, so I think that's pretty good odds. Yep. Um, all right, you got anything else to add in, mate? You got a future uh, bet or anything? Future? Yeah, Fireburn. Get on Fireburn now. $1.90. Yeah, $1.70. Come on, mate. Can we stop? $1.70. I'm just here to double up. I'm here to double up. $1.70, I think it is right $1. now. $1.70. That's a prong bet. Yeah, no, I'm happy that's, to go. That's up. a double prong bet if you're doing a future yeah, bet. done. You can see everything if Fireburn loses. Oh, <laughs> Fireburn, yeah. She's impre- like, bloke broke the Golden Slipper curse, I don't think. So yeah, it's anything. a superstar. Don't I see agree. anything else being that. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Well, that wraps up for another week of Where's the Line. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. You better have tuned in all this way. And remember, Where's the Line?